0: Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organization and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr Kate Byrne get ready for actionable insights mini execution plans and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way (laughs) let's get started Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of The New Way. It's so great to have you with me. (laughs) I'm working from my home office today, and my very, very spoiled dogs are taking full advantage. They're both snoozing away over there in the corner of my office. They're perfectly positioned to take full advantage of a sunbeam that's kind of cutting its way across the rug. And look, I've got to tell you, one of my dogs in particular is prone to snoring her head off. (laughs) So apologies in advance if you hear any random chainsaw-like snores through this. Hopefully we will um, get on okay. (laughs) Now... Something that I think we really don't talk about enough is the impact and the potential power of a senior executive's personal brand when it comes to driving organizational change. And so that's what I'm going to be covering today. I'll be sharing my take on why your personal brand is important when leading change inside and outside the organization. I'm gonna share four questions to help you easily define your personal brand. And of course, then we're gonna talk about ways to activate and intentionally bring your personal brand to life, to help you as the senior leader more easily, uh, you know, influence the transformation. But before we dive in, I want you to think of Scott Morrison, Australia's current Prime Minister. (laughs) Now, I bet you weren't expecting that. What three words immediately come to mind when you think of him? How would you describe him, just off the top of your head? I'm guessing that a few words came to you pretty quickly, right? Okay, now what about Oprah Winfrey? What words immediately come to mind when you think of her? What about Leonardo DiCaprio or Michelle Obama? And now what about Richard Branson, the entrepreneur that's behind that massive virgin enterprise? Did different words come to mind each time? And could you immediately come up with words to describe each of their public personas? I bet you could the reason why you could do it so easily is because each of the folks that I just mentioned consistently behave in aligned ways. And it really seems to be authentic to who they are and genuine, doesn't it? In fact, consistency and authenticity are absolutely critical when it comes to building a solid personal brand. We'll cover that a bit more later on, but for now, let's talk about what personal branding actually is in the context of the C-suite. So generally speaking, your brand is your professional reputation, okay? It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. Your brand can be summed up with the first associations that people have when they think of you, and your personal brand is about you. It's not about your organization, So this means that your personal brand won't necessarily change just because your role changes. No matter what meeting you're in or what program you're responsible for, your personal brand is going to be right there. It's going to be following you wherever you go. So that's your personal brand. The concept of personal branding is a little bit different. That's the process or the practice, I guess you could say, of intentionally positioning a person, so you in this case, with a specific reputation in mind. It's like an ongoing process of developing and maintaining a type of reputation strategy that's designed to create and influence how folks are going to perceive that person. So in this case, we're talking about how employees and other stakeholders that are relevant To our reform agenda, perceive you as the senior leader. Like I mentioned before, someone's personal brand usually stays pretty consistent throughout their career. And for executives and senior leaders like you, when we do it right, the power of personal branding goes well beyond simply supporting your career, you know, your career progression to really being a major force that works in favor of your organization. How can this help you drive and deliver organizational transformation? Okay, well, research, like a recent study that I saw from PR firm Weber and Shandick the other day, said that the CEO and the senior leaderships group visibility and engagement is becoming more and more critical when it comes to organizational success. In fact, That study said that 70%, 70% of respondents said that the senior leader's reputation influenced employee retention, and 44% saw the market value of a company directly linked to the leader's reputation. 44%! That is huge! And I have no doubt that similar stats are likely reflected in the government sector too. The big benefit is that having a strong, positive personal brand inside your organization is an extremely stabilizing force in the midst of change and uncertainty. So when your employees trust you and they see you as a stabilizing presence, they are way more likely to participate in the change journey and to trust you enough to stick to it when things seem really uncertain or really challenging or just a pain in the (laughs) arse. And when your employees buy into your vision, when they buy into your example, what you stand for, you can more easily influence and inspire confidence. And that can be absolutely game-changing for the success of your reform agenda. Now, you might think that personal branding is a bit of a flog, or you might think that it's super awkward. I get it. (laughs) I used to feel that way as well. But the truth is... If you don't define it intentionally, then you do run the risk that others are going to define it for you. And knowing how much a positive, aligned personal brand can really support organizational transformation, I absolutely encourage you not to leave it to chance. That's why I'm going to share four questions with you right now to help you define your personal brand. Now, these questions are really kind of prompts. They're a launch pad for your thinking. And combined, your answers to these questions will become your personal brand summary, which you'll be able to share with your support team and then use in a whole variety of ways. So let's dive in. The first question is, what would you be willing to fight for? Or... If you're a lover and not a fighter, you might prefer the question, what really pisses you off? Now, both of these questions are going to help you uncover your values because strong emotion gives clues to our values and our boundaries. I want to give you an example here to help bring this to life for you. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this. Okay. So dickheads that half-ass things really, really piss me off and now This points to one of my values, which is around excellence. It's around doing your best and giving it your all, that type of thing. Another example is that unequal access to education and learning opportunities really gets to me. For me, it's something that I'd really, I would stand up and fight for. I'm absolutely convinced in the life-changing power of education because I have experienced it myself. And learning is a really, really important value of mine. To me, learning encompasses curiosity, open-mindedness, growth, evolution, you know, confidence, breaking the cycle, all of that good stuff. I hope that you can see the connection between the stuff that fires me up and my values in these examples. Now, when you are asking yourself this question, I really recommend that you, when you're coming up with values, that you do your best to stick to three to five of your most important values. Because if you go for more than that, your personal brand just gets out of control. It just becomes really difficult. So for now, just stick with three to five and see how you go with the rest of the questions. So the next question is to ask yourself for each value that you've identified. It's to describe observable, that's important, observable traits and behaviors that demonstrate that value in action. So, for example, to me, my value of learning looks like investing in innovation, creating space to experiment, staying abreast of industry best practice, investing in professional development, making sure that my team have the resources and the training and the support that they need to excel, asking questions, being open-minded, and seeking different perspectives. Notice how everything that I've just said there is something that's really relevant to a work context. Try to keep that in mind when you're doing this. Now, this is about grounding your values and describing them in real life observable terms. And of course, the way that you describe your values will probably be very different than the way I do or that anyone else does. And that's A-OK. And in fact, that's really the magic of it. So the next question to help you define your personal brand is what are your strengths? This one is about getting really, really clear on your natural skills and aptitudes. Your strengths are the things that come naturally to you. When you're working in your zone of strengths, things are just going to flow and feel easier. A great kicking off point to help identify your strengths is by doing a personality assessment or a profiling quiz I really recommend the Gallup one that offers, they offer a really great strengths profiling tool that you can complete for a small fee online. And I don't think you need to do just one profiling tool. I find that doing a few can really help you pinpoint your strengths. So I also recommend that you check out the free online tool that I've created that you can use to discover your strengths specifically as a change leader. Now I'm going to link to both of those resources in the show notes and you can pause me right now if you want and go grab them right now at thenewway.com.au. Okay when you come back and you're back with me the final question to consider to help define your personal brand is what's your preferred communication style? Now this can cover everything anything from your comfort with swearing and using slang to whether you prefer creating long form or short form content, if you prefer speaking or writing, if you're comfortable on video, all of that kind of thing. So just jot down whatever comes to mind when you think about your preferences around communicating. Now, I really encourage you to carve out 15 minutes this week to consider and jot down your responses to those four questions that I've just shared and to do the Strengths Finder and the Change Leader assessments that I've mentioned as well. Once you have your personal brand summary, of course, the next step is to activate it by intentionally taking steps to bring it to life. There are a bunch of ways to do this. And if it's possible, I really encourage you to work with your strategic transformation and comms advisors to develop a plan that matches your reform context and your goals. That said, let me share a quick little buffet of options for you so you and the team can get started thinking. First up, to be clear, when it comes to working your personal brand to drive organizational change and transformation, the specific stakeholders or audiences that we really need to focus on engaging with include, if we're thinking inside the organization, then we are really looking to engaging with your leadership team, with your employees and team members. When we are thinking about outside the organization, I want you to think about engaging with industry colleagues, government representatives, business partners and suppliers. Are you surprised that I just mentioned folks outside the organization and engaging with them? The idea is that doing so is really going to help you expand awareness and create positive vibes towards your organization or your division or the program, whatever it is that you are transforming. It's going to help you really establish yourself as a credible thought leader and it's going to create good positive exposure for the reform program or the transformation initiative. Now that we're clear on who you're going to be engaging with, There are many, many ways to activate your personal brand. Here's some of them. You could start by updating your professional bio and getting that content updated across the intranet or on the organizational website, anywhere it might be. Connecting with your employees through meaningful socializing. Being more visible in the office. Uh, It can include speaking at events both inside and outside the organization It can even include publishing to LinkedIn or Twitter, those types of things. It can include creating opportunities to be interviewed, and that might involve you doing media training to prepare for that. It definitely includes pinpointing some of those behaviors and activities that really demonstrate your commitment to certain values and keeping those reputation drivers top of mind and looking for opportunities all the time to take action towards them. It's all about finding ways to humbly showcase and intentionally live into your personal brand so that you're amplifying the transformation efforts and you're improving awareness and trust across the organization. Now, one last thing, whatever you do, whatever your values are, make sure that you behave and you communicate in ways that obviously support values-aligned, ethical behavior. Research has shown that this is an incredibly powerful contributor to senior leaders building strong, trusting relationships with employees inside the organization. And like we talked about, those trusted relationships are game-changing when it comes to your role driving transformation. Because, of course, you are the ambassador for everything that your reform program and the organization stands for. Okay, I feel like we just covered a whole lot there. That was a massive episode, wasn't it? I hope that you found this valuable and that this conversation has been really thought-provoking for you. Your personal brand really can be like rocket fuel when it comes to helping to promote organizational change. So I hope I've inspired you to think about and define yours and to bring it to life in new ways. Thank you so, so much for joining me with this episode. If you've enjoyed it, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review. It would mean the absolute world to me if you did. That's it for me for now. I hope that you have a great week and I can't wait to catch you next time. Bye for now.